This episode of the No Film School podcast is brought to you by Black Magic Design, creating revolutionary solutions for film, post-production, and television. Visit www.blackmagicdesign.com. Hey everyone, this is George Edelman, Editor-in-Chief at No Film School, and today we have a special interview that I did with Michelle Satter, the director of the feature film program at the Sundance Institute. Michelle was also a founder of the Institute all the way back in 1981. She has been there for so much. Um, Think about all the great filmmakers that have come through the Institute and Sundance while she was there. Um, Quentin Tarantino, Paul Thomas Anderson, to name just a few. Um, there's just so many. She has seen a lot and she's done a lot for independent film and filmmaking in general. And we got to talk about Sundance's new venture, Collab, which is something we've written about on No Film School before. And it's a cool new place for filmmakers to learn and network and we get into all the things available to people in our conversation we also talk about just what um she likes to see in film and filmmaking and what impact she's hoping to have and she hopes the institute continues to have as well as what the institute's all about and what it prioritizes and how they try to help filmmakers get seen and and her advice and look if there's a person to really listen to when you're thinking about ways to get eyeballs on your content or understand how the independent film world works Michelle is that person she has again seen a lot of it and been a huge part in shaping what it is as it's shifted obviously things are much different today than they were in 2001, 1991, or 1981, or 2011, or any of the years in between, but she has a really great sense of what uh, you can do, what you can focus on, what priorities should be, and what works, because she's seen a lot of things work, and she's seen a lot of things that don't, and she has great input on failure and iterating and continuing to to go forward and I just you know if there's a person again to sort of gain some insight from on this whole thing uh, she's a great one so it was a treat for us to get to talk to her Um, it was exciting to go down to the Los Angeles offices of the Institute and chat with her and I hope we will bring you more content about collab and about the Institute and certainly about Sundance coming up in January. But this, for right now, is a great primer as we start to get ourselves into Sundance season on No Film School. And, uh, yeah, if there's uh, follow-up questions anybody has, uh, check in with us. Um, You can email at editor at nofilmschool.com, and you can comment on this post. And please like and rate this podcast and and let us know what you think. But I'm excited to know what people think about this, and I'm excited to bring her voice to all of you in this this format. So here we go. Michelle Satter on the No Film School podcast. First, thanks so much for doing this again. It's really nice of you to make the time to talk to us. 
I'm excited to talk to you. I love No Film School. <laughs> well, thank you. That means a lot to us. We love Sundance <laughs> and the Institute. Um, so I guess the first thing I wanted to cover, and just if you can, if we can do this quickly or as quickly as you, you know, go take me back a little bit. Obviously, the landscape has changed tremendously. But what was it like in the beginning with the Sundance Institute? Because you can talk about that and you can bring us a little bit of insight and knowledge into where it came from. And, and for those of our listeners who don't know about that, it's an opportunity for us to hear and recap a little bit. Great. Um, early days yeah. at Sundance <laughs> Institute. Um, and they were early days. Um, we Our first lab, which was a director's lab, uh, started in 1981 uh, in June. So the you know the work of the institute was was actually st- started before before that um, as an idea, um, as a vision um, that was Robert Redford's, but always wanted to include other artists um, in the industry in envisioning what the institute um, could be going forward. Um, but there was an idea around um, you know it was the beginnings of independent film and maybe more thought of as regional filmmaking. Um, but independent voice um, in terms of the work and wanting to create a space, um, a place where artists could come and learn, push the boundaries of their work, um, create a community of artists, um, and a place that would feel really generous and safe for artists to, you know, to to work, develop their projects, um, and you know, and hopefully, you know, get some momentum and push them forward. Um, but it, it it really lived as a creative space, a place of work. Uh, when I think of the first lab, I think of inspired chaos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, I mean, I, so I'm. How how did ordinary people sort of factor into the kind of the beginnings? To like, he, he had it just been. It was like around that time, right? And so he was also looking to kind of bring forward some of the spirit behind that kind of filmmaking into creating a space where other voices could find that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ordinary People won the Academy Award for Best Picture. He did for for Best Director, and this was in, I believe, in 1980. Right. Um, So it was a a moment for him. It was a moment of of both celebration and then, oh, no, what next? (laughs) Um, Because (laughs) that's what success can do do for you. Um, But he always knew that he wanted to give back, um, that... That that you know that kind of eso, ethos and spirit of generosity was a part of him, and community was something that he wanted and needed, and he wanted to give to others. Right. Um, and he had this incredible land, um, so Sundance um, could, in founding the institute, you know, it could really live at the intersection of art and nature, um, and a big commitment to storytelling. Right. And I wanted to ask the land. I think, from what I understand is really important to what the lab is, right? The space, the process of going there. Can you tell us a little bit about how that factors into what the creative process ends up being like for these filmmakers? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the most beautiful places on earth, <laughs> the Sundance <laughs> Resort, uh, but, but in a in a very natural way, in a raw way, it's you know you're surrounded by mountains, yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, and by, you know, the the feeling that you, you know, that there's, you know, there's a bigger world out, you know, out there. It's not that you feel small in it, but you feel connected um, to that, to that world. And it was always important. I mean, early days we were, you know, we, we took over a ski resort <laughs> and it's still a ski resort that's <laughs> open to the public. Right. Um, but we use the you know the where they sell uh, the passes for skiing, where they rented skis. We used all the space for the institute. It was so makeshift, yeah. but in the most wonderful way. It was yeah. you know we were being creative and resourceful um, with the space. But what was really important is that it was remote. Uh, there was no distraction. There is nothing there. Yeah. Um, there was I mean amazing hiking. Uh, it was it was all. Uh, you know, about the, you know, connecting again to the, you know, to the frontier, you know, in a way, um, and being, you know, being a space where you could work incredibly hard, but then walk outside and, you know, and, and be in this, you know, incredible natural space. Makes me want to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was going to, following up on that, how hard is it, because we kind of like start talking about today, to continue to make it remote? It's so hard for anything to be remote anymore, right? <laughs> like uh, we're surrounded by things that connect us to stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to be, yes, it's, it's hard to be remote, but it still is. It's not Park City, which is, you know, right. which is a big ski resort many resorts um, that are there, a lot of building there. The Sundance Institute manages to, to be a, you know, continue to be a, pl- a place that, that does um, feel connected to, you know, the natural surroundings. So yeah. um, we do have internet there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can occasionally make a, you know, a cell phone call. Okay. So you, you let know, people if you, if bring their st- phones. <laughs> people bring, can bring their phones. I mean, there's one rock if you have Verizon <laughs> where you can get connectivity. Uh, but we ask people to stay in the moment, stay yeah. very present. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, this is an experience like no other experience, and it is important for everyone to, to, you know, to to be, you know, that present, that fully present in in the work. And that's something that we rarely do. We're always distracted, um, and also by going away, by not holding the lab in, you know, L.A. or New York or any other place you would, you might be. By going, you know, to Utah, to this space, um, and you know, feeling a little vulnerable, or yeah. or a lot vulnerable, and knowing that that's okay in terms of your creative process, um, it you know it it does, and you can be very far away um, from you know from the public spaces that are at Sundance. We've created our own space and our own footprint there, so it does. Even though it's hard to be remote. Um, we kind of put our cell phones and our, you know, and our t- connectivity away, and and stay, you know, fully in the moment. Um, and you know, and it is this amazing place to express, you know, your creativity and to be vulnerable yeah. in your work. I think all uh, all writers struggle with distractions, right? <laughs> Creatives struggle with the many ways to be distracted. So being kind of forced to connect and wanting to connect to your surroundings and makes sense. It's a beautiful place. Um, I, I think I want to talk a little bit about um, how, so we want to talk about collab and how it's helping more people connect to some of the ideas of of 
bringing their voices and their ideas out to the floor. So obviously, things have changed tremendously since Sundance started. Sundance, the Institute, has been part of why things have changed tremendously. And you guys have seen some of the great filmmakers come through. And I guess one question, so we can sort of, as we speak to aspiring talent out there, what are some of the common threads, if any, that you've seen over the years and that inform how you continue to grow the Institute, all the people who have come through? Well, one of the things that we've seen is people want to be part of something. They want to belong. They want to be part of a community. They want to learn. They're serious about their work. Um, they want to get feedback, even though it's hard yeah. to take in feedback. Um, and they, they want to give feedback. They want to really be part of something bigger um, than their own work um, and also be valued for their work as well, to be seen, to be heard, to be valued as, as artists. Our labs are small, and they're deliberately small and intimate um, as a space to do deep work and our support is year-round for all the artists that we bring into our labs. Um, but in creating Collab, um, which is so mission-based for the Institute, what we wanted to do is extend the learning, the community, the spirit, the ethos of the Sundance Institute, uh, and the sharing you know, of, of work, the giving and receiving feedback um, to a global group of creators. Right, so connecting sort of the safeness of trial and error and learning, the relationships to mentors, those are things that are really important, right? And, and Collab, you can tell us a little bit about how it um, works with advisors and industry professionals to create or transfer some of that out into the global internet aspect. Yeah, here's the great news. I mean, Sundance has been supporting artists for you know over 30 years. These artists have gotten a lot from Sundance, and this is an opportunity to give back. You know, if you think of it as reciprocity, right. and if, you know, in a in a really great way, um, and 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 I believe the people are generous, um, and and Sundance creates this this incredibly generous space. So Collab is powered by all of our alum, um, our alum um, who've had you know who are. Some of them at more at the beginning of their careers, and some of them mid mid career, established careers, right. coming to collab and being a mentor, um, being part of the community, being an instructor in one of our courses, doing a master class, um, being interviewed, and cre you know creating a a video that can be shared for free with people across the world um, is something that they value. Uh, and I've, you know, I've always felt, and I say to the our advisors, you know, at you know our in-person labs, um, that we couldn't do Sundance without them. We couldn't be here without their incredible generosity. And so what we're, tr you know, what we're creating is sort of a, a you know, a, a, a circle um, of, you know, of incredible support for artists. Everyone learns when you when you give when you mentor. Um, you all, you mostly get either as much or more back right, um, from say. doing that work. And that's what we found. And people are, it's not only that they will be an advisor for two weeks or, again, come on and be an instructor. It's when can I do that again? I loved, you know, being able to participate with, you know, with these and 
not only give, but I learned so much from these, you know, from these filmmakers. And that's, you know, that's the feeling, you know, of, of, of Sundance. And it's, and it's real. Um, when people come on the, you know, on the, on collab site, um, and I, it was really important in, to me because I, you know, having been at Sundance for the longest amount of time, <laughs> I hold, you know, I feel like I hold the, you know, sort of the vision and this, you know, spirit, you know, of, of Sundance, um, you know, with with Redford, but, yeah. you know, but in, you know, in in creating this space with such an amazing team, including Tara Hine Phillips, who's been extraordinary and, yeah. you know, in developing this with us, it was, you know, it was important, you know, for, you know, for all of us to make sure that we could take what we, you know, what was so important to us in terms of, you know, the, the Institute, you know, the Institute Festival and Labs and bring that sense of community to, to Sundance. You sign this code of conduct before, you know, before you come on the site. It's not meant to be, you know, punitive. Mm -hmm. It's meant to encourage you right. um, to be your best self um, on, you know, on the, the site and to create this safe and protected space for artists to share their work. Yeah, it's a difficult, it's, it's an extremely difficult industry to develop talent in. And nobody really invests in that except the Sundance Institute and the labs really have and now with CoLab. And one of the ways is that people are not trained to uh, feel safe about failure and to try things. Um, so I feel like one of the things that that's unique is that you're constantly probing for new voices, right? Um, how would you advise if you were speaking to young filmmakers who are looking for ways to find their footing? How would you advise in the way the landscape looks right now them to get started? Or, or there, there are so many ways to create content now, right? Mm -hmm. But there aren't that many new ways, to, or there are new ways to be seen, but it's still hard, very hard. And it's always going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, I advise directors to make things, keep making things, writers keep writing, you have to keep practicing your craft. Um, if you can find mentors, if you can create your own community or find a community to be part of, that's an incredible thing yeah. um, to have the sort of constant of, you know, of feedback, of honest feedback on, you know, on your work. Um, to to go to collab, um, go to no film school, learn from the you know sort of the many resources that are available. I mean, on collab there are these incredible videos, which is you know artists sharing their creative process. There are resources um, that are you know interviews with with artists and producers about their you know about their work and how they approached it. We we actually like to talk about failure. Um, and mistakes as only a stepping stone in yeah. the, in the process. It's it's not the end of the road. Right. It's it's a it's a you know beautiful piece of the process, and you have to see it as an opportunity. It's what did I learn? How can I use this um, and go forward? You know, with my work. Uh, there are many opportunities for you know in terms of getting your work seen. There are so many contests. There are many you know workshops, labs, opportunities you know, whether it be in L.A. or New York and other parts of this country and all over the world. Um, and you can find them. It's out, you know, they're out there. Um, at the same time, you need to be rigorous about your work. Um, you need to put your best work out there and at the same time learn, um, listen, 
listen really well, and give back. Be gracious about the support that you get. Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 6K has the professional features needed for feature film, television programming, and documentaries. However, now these same features can be used to revolutionize other types of work, such as blog videos, YouTube content, and more. The combination of 13 stops of dynamic range, incredible low-light performance with dual-native ISO up to 25,600 for HDR images, and... Blackmagic Raw provides feature film images with precise skin tones and beautiful organic colors. Featuring a large 6144 by 3456 Super 35 sensor, featuring a large 6144 by 3456 Super 35 sensor, and EF lens mount, the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 6K lets you use larger EF photographic lenses to create cinematic images with shallower depth of field, allowing creative defocused backgrounds and gorgeous bokeh effects. External controls give you quick access to essential functions, while the large 5-inch touchscreen makes it easy to frame shots, focus accurately, and change camera settings. Visit www.blackmagicdesign.com. You mentioned that being a mentor has a reciprocating process, that helping someone else learn might help you learn things or look inside. Or And I, one of the things that strikes me as is that, uh, you're all, like I said, you're looking for new voices, different kinds of stories, people who can tell stories that haven't been told or personal stories. Does that? Do you ever find that that works on the mentor and opens their minds up to different opportunities or ideas? Absolutely. Our mentors who come to our labs and come to collab um, say that they are inspired and inspiration is a really important you know part of you know your you know creative process to be inspired um, to be asked. I mean you can be rigorous with somebody else's work and ask the really tough questions but that means that you better ask <laughs> the tough questions of your of your own work um, as well um, and listening to other how other people mentor is you know is actually great yeah. as well um, and listening to the questions that people ask you um, and ask you of your work, um, which is great. We do advisor, you know, uh, live events, and our advisors are, it's, it's, a, it's basically a webinar um, for an hour, and people can ask them any question that they want. You know, we start with a moderated part of it for half of, you know, half of the time because we want to make sure that it's substantive. Right. But beyond that, it's, you know, it's, it's really, you know, for, for people to ask questions to really grow from the experience and learning, you know, of other people who are just past them in terms, you know, in terms of their work, you know, and or produced work. Uh, but it, but we're trying to also say, you know, say to all the artists is, you know, we're, we want to be there for you. Um, we want to listen. We want to get your feedback, you know, on the site. We want to grow and continue to evolve, you know, as a site and meet your needs as, you know, as artists. And that's a big part of it. So active engagement with, with the viewers and with the people who are learning through the site and how much, um, so the challenge, it seems like, is trying to take the community learning and experience from 
this place mm-hmm. onto the internet. <laughs> I mean, that's a big thing to try to do. So how, I mean, like something like a webinar makes sense or one-on-one things make sense, but what are some of the, the ways that this, this can happen? It seems like a massive task, right? To try and get that, to try and move that experience for and create and open it up um, for so many to experience as well. Yeah. Well, the the courses are interactive and they're live. So it's not on demand courses right. right now. They're they're live. The first session of of each course is asking each of the participants to talk about what they're working on and why. What's the genesis of the project um, for them? Why do they want to tell the story? We're always about tell the story only you can tell. Yeah. Um, that, that that's kind of the you know part of the mission of Sundance and you know and of course of of, of collab um, going forward. So the starting point is for everybody to share, everybody to come online um, and on the platform that we're using and be able to talk about their work and why it's meaningful to them. Um, when they do that, the instructors will also respond, you know, in real time, you know, to the work, what they're working on. So that's the first session. Yeah. Um, other sessions are the opportunity for a, you know, it could be a lecture if it's about writing on, you know, on character work, introducing characters, character development, you know, the, you know, the character mm-hmm. arc. Uh, but it's not only somebody lecturing. There is always, for every course, is an opportunity to ask questions, to really engage with not only one instructor, but we have often two advisor TAs that are part of it. And I'd say the last thing is that everyone gets, and this is what distinguishes the Sundance courses from most things that are on the internet, is everyone gets their own individual session with a mentor, um, with one of the advisors. So they get you know, an advisor to respond to their work. They can ask them anything in an hour-long mentoring session. That's part of every course that we offer. Um, and the last, and I would only say yeah. that, that the last session is also, this is something beautiful that we do at the at the end of the lab, and people really appreciate it, because I, I believe in, in ritual. I believe in marking you know, and, you know, a beginning yeah. and an end. And the end is... A, like a story. At, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, at the end of, of our Sundance Labs, um, we're all in a circle. We start in a circle, we end in a circle. Um, and the circle is for everybody to talk about individually, because everyone's important in that circle, is their most important takeaway um, from, you know, from the lab. Something that is meaningful to them, um, from the heart that they're yeah. going to take away um, from from the lab, and it's a it's a it's a really beautiful kind of ceremony to hear that we do that online. Oh, yeah? I wasn't <laughs> sure whether we could, but we actually do it online. And and the the beauty of it is everyone comes online individually. Again, you see them, yeah, um, and they do the same thing. So we create the virtual circle on online, and that's part of it. That creates community. Um, and then there's follow up um, for, you know, for you know, for all the participants. Right. And the hope is that they will continue to st- um, stay and be part of, you know, the experience of collab. We're now starting writers groups um, where you can, you know, where you can join. We're piloting it right now, but in the beginning of the year, there's an opportunity to join a writers group and get, you know, feedback on a constant, give feedback and and you know, and get feedback on your work. Um, as a constant and be part of a virtual community online for your work. 
Yeah, I was, you know, the first thing you led with was this idea of the story only you can tell, which I think even just hearing you say it is such a, it's not a small thing. It's an incredibly important thing that I think gets lost out here, which is that people think there's a story that they should tell that's not theirs, that they can tell that'll help them get X or help them appeal to Y. And sometimes you see one of those movies that cracks through that truly does feel like, oh, only that artist could have told that story. Where did the idea to build the mission around that come from? Where did that begin? And is it hard to continue to champion that year after year? Because there's so many demands on here's what you should tell a story about. Here's how. Here's who you should tell it for. Well, independent voice uh, comes from the story only you can tell. Um, if you look at the f- the films that are you know that have that are breaking out in, in the marketplace, independent films, um, films even that we've supported, the Farewell, mm-hmm. the Mustang, the Last Last Black Man in San mm-hmm. Francisco, these are films that only they yes. could tell. <laughs> these are films that people want to see, <laughs> and are responding to. These are the films that are you know winning independent awards. There are many others, um, but I'm using those those yeah. three you know as as an example of the work. I feel that having a voice, having a point of view, having a story that you can tell, um, that's, you know, that, that's to me the most important thing about writing. And that, that's been a value of Sundance since the very beginning and will continue to be because it works. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have to do more um, to ensure that, you know, all voices, you know, are, again, heard, seen, and valued. And yeah, and I think one of the exciting things is the emphasis on different kinds of voices with different experiences that we've not been exposed to in the mainstream through cinema. Uh, different ways of telling stories, but stories that, that, that we've never gotten before. Absolutely. And we're interested in cultural impact, as important as box office. Um, we're interested in sustainability for artists. So how do, you know, how do you get from your first film to your second film to your third film? What's really exciting about the festival this year is we have so many of our alum directors who are on to their second, third, and fourth films. Miranda July, yeah. Rodrigo Garcia, Eliza Hitman, so many. Ben Zeitland. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yes. Think- I think that it's also interesting that a lot of times some of these great uh, beloved filmmakers will have a first film that sort of represents some of who they are, but we don't really see the full breadth of their voice until f- many films in. And so Sundance has been instrumental in giving them that initial step. But then after that, how many more hurdles are there in this industry and in this marketplace? Yeah, there's always going to be hurdles. Um, yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a tough time right now. Um, but I think it's always been a, you know, always been a, a tough time. Uh, for independent artists and being able to, you know, sort of break out in in the market marketplace, yeah. you know, reach the audience that they right. intended to make, make the money back so they can make another film so they can sustain right. sustain their careers. I actually think the perspective yeah. you have on that is is somewhat comforting because it always seems like it's the hardest time right now, right? <laughs> but it always has been a hard time. 
Um, so like, for example, there seems to be more challenges to finding an audience now with the less theater going and more streamers and stuff. But on the other hand, there's more platforms, right? <laughs> there's more opportunity. Some right. may say it's the best of times. Some right. people are saying it's the worst of times. It's probably somewhere in the middle um, of, of that. But we have to, you know, we have to take note of, you know, of we're, you know, we're in a new cycle yeah. right now. And streamers are, are big as the way in which audiences are consuming media. Yes, that's, you know, that's giving artists a lot of opportunity on one end, um, but it's also shutting out, um, you know, artists um, that have more challenging work, more bold work. Yes. Um, I, so we have to make sure that we're continuing to support those artists and continuing to support really the bold, adventurous, um, risk-taking artists. Right. So staying close to that mission statement through all of this as you reach new platforms and as the industry evolves it's like your mission staying to your mission statement how is it ever really difficult to do that <laughs> it's not difficult to stay with our mission statement because it 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 really is the underpinning of everything that we that we do uh what's hard is the tactics to you know to help our artists again find audiences you know, starting with finding financing for their work, finding audiences for their work. That's what's tough right now. We all have to look at that. This is a collective process. It's not one organization. It's not Sundance figuring it out, coming up with all the solutions. It, you know, it, it needs to be a collective, collective effort um, right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and ensuring that, you know, independent voices have, you know, have a, you know, place to reach, you know, to reach audiences. You know, it's, it's interesting because there's, you know, as, as you know, there's so much talk about you can go direct to audiences. Right. That's, that's doable right now. Anybody can make a film. That's doable right now. Um, so, the, you know, there are, you know, what we can do with Collab is we can, you know, we can help artists become better storytellers. We can help, help improve their craft. Um, their work. We can help them with tactics in terms of reaching audiences. You know, we're not only supporting writers and directors in both fiction and nonfiction, we're also supporting producers. Uh, and that's a big, um, big piece of it. Sundance started supporting producers about 10 years ago um, as part of our overall program. And we're doubling down on producers. Yeah. Um, you know, we, every artist needs that creative partner um, and business partner you know, to take their project forward. And it's something that we're, you know, we're, we're doing also on collab in terms of, you know, in terms of the kinds of courses that we can offer. We're going to start doing podcasting or audio oh, okay. storytelling, cool. as, as people call it. <laughs> That's a great now. way to reach audiences. Yeah, I yeah. think, as you point out, there's a lot of ways to be seen, mm -hmm. but, uh, or there's a lot of opportunity to create stuff and put it out there. Anyone can grab a phone, make a movie, put it on the internet. <laughs> yes. But how do you get eyes, right? That's the tactics I think you're talking yeah. about. And that's probably where investing in producers makes so much sense is how do you navigate with your voice? Like, uh, you know, how do you get connected to an audience that cares? And how do we create? I often think from no film school standpoint, we're not just trying to make help make better filmmakers. We're also trying to help make better audiences because the two things go together. So audiences who can appreciate and value some of what's being done and seek out certain kinds of content. Yeah. 
No, I that's that's great, and you know, and Sundance is equally about you know about supporting artists as you know as build you know as we are about building audiences, um, and you know, and also with you know on the filmmakers side, you know, of it is is being smarter. Um, you know about many of the key decisions that are you know that that need to be made going forward, um, and you know the other the other part of Sundance, but also part of Collab, is it's not just one way, one form in which you can create in the feature film form, which is really important to us. It's a founding form at Sundance, but we have a lot of courses we're offering in TV writing. Um, yeah, I wanted to real quick before yeah. we wrap up talk a little bit or just get your takes on there are. Other ways to create content, short form content. You have the indie episodic. You have uh, you've all, shorts have been around a while. But what are the ways you use those those platforms and those sections to sort of help other filmmakers finding ways in, and and also just so our our filmmaker listeners can sort of get a sense of what those opportunities are like. Yeah, well, on on collab, you have the opportunity to sign up for an for a TV writing course. Um, also, a web series um, writing course, oh, wow. okay. uh, which is you know which is great, which is more. I mean, the dis- you know what distinguishes them is short you know web series, yeah. shorter form, yeah. episodic content, um, and uh, and and TV writing is you know is a longer form. As I said, audio storytelling is yeah. a, you know will be a, a new form. We're going to be partnering with the BBC oh, um, for you know a nonfiction focus on audio storytelling, and we're excited about that. Um, nonfiction uh, directing, um, you know, focusing on the, you know, on the conceptual planning um, production process, but also focusing on post-production where most films, most nonfiction films are, you know, are made. Uh, Film music, you know, is going to be a a part of it. It's something that lives, you know, at at Sundance um, in terms of our labs, but it's also something that we will, we are going to focus on in collab as well. A lot of it, you know, when I say collab, you know, you have to think about collaboration, which, you know, which is some where, you know, where (laughs) the name came from, you know, and it's a collaboration between, you know, directors and producers, between directors and everyone, um, where they're actors. We're doing a a course um, just focused on directing actors um, with Joan Darling, who's the greatest um, acting teacher of all, who has been coming to Sundance, you know, for over 20 years. Yeah, which surprisingly, act- I yeah. think, is often something that directors have an issue with. It's like that's yes. one of those bar- entries of barrier, right? You can it's, be good with the tools and stuff, but knowing how to work with an actor is yeah. a new thing. Yeah, it's a really new thing. We have a, I mean, coming up um, in February, and just wanted to put it out there, yeah. we, we have a and an artist um, named Angelica Nwandu. And we supported her on writing her first screenplay, um, which she did with Jordana Spiro. Um, and I am forgetting the title. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we can you'll, it in later. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> or I'll remember it yes. as I go. Anyway, it, it won the next in- Innovator Award at Sundance um, last, last year. Um, Jordana directed it. She started a um, an Instagram um, media company. You know, it's a media company. The folk, the main platform is Instagram. Yeah. She has 17 million followers right now. Wow. Um, so it, she's both a you know an incredible storyteller, um, but she's you know she's also an entrepreneur, um, and she's figured out a way to you know take the thing that interests her, um, storytelling, and and her 
love of you know of black culture and create um, a an Instagram uh, platform um, called uh, the Shade Room. And she's going to talk about creating that from nothing. Yeah, she came from nothing to you know to do to do to create this amazing media company right now. She's also a screenwriter and continues. She's a she's a poet. She's she is a yeah. multi hyphenate in a very <laughs> powerful way. But she's going to do a um, a live event with us, a webinar which is open, free, open to the public in in February. In February. Um, on on collab on collab. Okay, we have so much going on from our master classes to our courses to now our new videos, which are incredible deep dive into the creative process on a scene that we're doing with a partner studio binder. Um, we you know we have so much new work coming on on a weekly basis and so much opportunity there to learn and to be part of the collab community, which we're really excited about. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it again. And we will, uh, we will keep track of it and continue to talk in the future about it. Great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 